Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris and I am your host. This is Making Disciples. It is a discipleship podcast. If that's not why you're here, bless you. Stick around anyway. But this is about growing as disciples of Jesus. And in the podcast, we look at lots of different aspects of discipleship. And at the moment, we're walking through the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus's blueprint for the way of the kingdom. Uh, So I would argue the Sermon on the Mount is not a set of teachings on how we should live. It is a pronouncement about the life in the kingdom of God. This is what the kingdom of God looks like. And until we, we are approaching it, from a perspective of saying hang on this is this is upside down to the world that i'm in and actually the world that i'm in is insane and the kingdom of god is bringing me to sanity um we will always think jesus's teaching is a little bit weird because it just doesn't add up blessed are the peacemakers that's not how my world works jesus that's because he's talking about this is how the kingdom works in the kingdom of god blessed are those that it's all upside down. So we've been walking through the Sermon on the Mount and we found ourselves in Matthew chapter 7. You know, last couple of uh, passages really before we end this series looking at the Sermon on the Mount. And today I want to just pause and take a little bit more time looking at one verse that it's really easy to fly past because this verse sits in between two teachings. Jesus teaches about not being judgmental. He then teaches about asking, seeking and knocking, which we're going to look at next week. And in between these two teachings, there's there's a verse that really stands out because it, it almost feels like a gear change and then another gear change. So you, you're teaching on judgment. It then comes up this wide comment about pigs and dogs and pearls. It's just one verse. And then he skips on to asking, seeking and knocking. So you're like, what, what do we do with that verse? So... Often it's kind of tagged on the end of a sermon about being judgmental. And um, but yeah, we don't always know what to do. So what I'd like to do is just spend a little time looking at that verse. That one verse, what does it have to say to us? What could it be talking about? How does it connect with judgment? Or how does it connect with asking, seeking and knocking? So that's what we're going to look at. Right, let's hop straight in. Uh, welcome, by the way, friends, if you are new to the podcast would absolutely love it if you might just subscribe uh, it's really helpful when you subscribe to the podcast it just it doesn't just mean that you then get told when the new episode's out it actually tells the app that you're using that this is a valuable podcast and to put it in front of other people as well so it's a real easy way of uh, more people learning about the making disciples podcast so let's jump in Let's look at what Jesus has to say to us about dogs and swine. So let's dive in. Let's dive in and look at Matthew chapter 7 verse 6. It's just one verse. Uh, So Jesus has just been teaching about uh, not being judgmental. He's going to go on to teach about asking, seeking, and knocking, and, and to pursue God. And in between, it's got this connecting verse, and it just says this. This is in 7.6. Do not give what is holy to dogs. Do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them under their foot and turn and tear you to pieces. Um, little random verse. I can imagine the disciples, you know, listening to this and going, she what? <laughs> sorry jesus you were talking about being judgmental it was great you went on to talk about seeking your kingdom what was that middle verse about 
pearls and swine you know what was that about so that's what we're going to explore um because i guess many of us would read that verse do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw your pearls at swine many of us would probably say do you know what i've never really had an issue with that out of all the things i might have problems with in life throwing pearls at a pig has never been one that i thought i'd be caught out on let's be honest it's uh, you know you don't go out clubbing on a saturday night and come home and go oh gosh i just threw too many pearls at those pigs tonight you know that, it's just not a thing is it um nobody ever comes down to your house and says so uh, chris are we gonna are we gonna you know throw some pearls at the swine tonight it's just not a thing so what is jesus talking about well i think the whole thing really is about entrusting uh, so I think there's a whole different, you know, different aspects we could look at this passage. So I'm going to look at it from a few different angles. Let's just back up a second. Um, so the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5:17, Jesus says, "I've not come to abolish the law; I've come to fulfil it." So He's come to show us the fullness of this gospel. In Matthew 6, He teaches the Lord's Prayer, which is about trust, entrusting our past, our present, and our future to God. Do we really? trust god and then in this do you really trust me uh, of the of the lord's prayer you know do we really trust all this to god he goes on to talk about our treasure and where we store up our money do you trust god enough to give him your treasure or do you really want to keep someone up just in case you know making money just in case you know edging your bets don't worry jesus says well that's all about trust as well because uh, when you worry you're saying i don't trust god i trust myself and, and worry really is about us praying to ourselves prayer is when we say no god i'm gonna i'm, I'm giving this to you you carry my worry so jesus talked about trusting us with our money trusting him uh, with our worry then he's talked about being non-judgmental you're trusting people to god and his judgment and you not being the judge uh you know you know he talked about in the previous passage this danger that some of us can be highly judgmental of other people and at the same time not realize we have got a massive plank in our own eye we've got a big issue ourselves that we are not resolving before god uh, so we're judging others and it's a way of, of trying to be in control and jesus says you don't need to be judge you don't need to be controlling i entrust people to me you let them go for free you let them go free so jesus has been talking about trusting him uh, relying on him and i think there's two ways i'd like to approach this passage i think there's potentially two different ways that we could explore it the first is around this idea of control so if the previous verses have all been about control of money control of worry control of judgment and condemnation of others and jesus is liberating us from that one way of looking at this passage could purely be to say, well, actually, Jesus, uh, we often can take a good thing and try to control somebody else with something that's good. Because if we give them a good thing, they'll do something for me. So I'll give you a story, and I think I may have used this on the podcast before. Um, but, you know, I did know a guy who was very, very wealthy, uh, knew many number of years ago now, but he was very wealthy, and he would buy gifts. He'd buy really nice gifts. And he'd give you this gift. You're like, thank you so much. That is incredibly generous of you. Like, wow. And then about a year later, six months to a year later, he'd come and go, so how's that laptop going, say? How's the laptop going? It's going really well. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a real blessing. Great. Good, good. Can I just ask how you're going to vote in this particular thing, on this particular issue? How are you going to vote? 
well, I was going to vote this way. And he'd say, well, I'd like you to vote that way. And he would try to cash in this good thing that he's giving us and he would try to cash it in to get something back. So he would take a pearl and he would throw it at, at you. Oh, that's a nice thing, isn't it? And then he'd come back and say, you know, can I can I cash in that pearl now? And some people would tread on that gift and say, like, I, I don't, you know, I don't want it. I'm not playing that that game. And then other people would, um, you know, maybe go with him. So that you, one way of interpreting it could be like, don't throw good things to control and manipulate other people. In context of where those verses are, in terms of where they fit in the Sermon on the Mount, it's quite an interesting way of exploring it. You know, are you using good things to try? and control somebody else and i think we have to ask ourselves this question do we do that do you use nice things to try and manipulate and control somebody else it could be with a work colleague you could do something nice for a work colleague so that you know later down the line they're gonna have to do something nice for you uh, you could buy a partner you know some beautiful gifts because later down the line you're gonna to want to cash in that being generous to them for something that you want back in return you could do it with a friend you know people try to control their friendships by buying things paying for things and it, it you know people you know stick around because of the fact that you buy them nice things that is one way of interpreting this passage but let's just go back to it again you know i think and there's more going on here do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw your pearls at swine so dogs and swine they are deeply connected in this passage um, both a dog and a pig were seen as unclean they've been unclean throughout the whole scriptures dogs would go eating the scraps from underneath the table they, they would eat the leftovers we're told that dogs would prowl around the city dump uh, gnashing of their teeth growling and barking as they were looking for scraps to eat pigs swine were seen as unclean you know uh, this is why jesus uh, sends the demons into the pigs that then go and drown themselves because the pigs were seen as unclean animals so swine dogs were these unclean animals so these unclean ones be careful not to give something that is holy and good to these unclean animals okay that's first part of is looking at that now let me read it again do not give what is holy to dogs do not throw your pearls before swine so there's a connection if the dogs and the swine are connected which they are then the holy and the pearls are connected so what is the pearls what does the pearls represent well actually jesus is described as the pearl of great price Jesus is the pearl. Revelation 21, 21, Jesus says uh, that the kingdom of God is like a great pearl. So pearls, Jesus used that as a way of talking about the gospel, Jesus, the kingdom of God. So the pearl was the sacred things, the holy things, the things of God. So in other words, Jesus says, you know, don't go around throwing beautiful kingdom things at creatures that cannot appreciate what you are throwing at them and they are going to do nothing but trample on it and they'll even turn on you and they're going to tear you to pieces they're going to go for you so 
I think a really fair way of interpreting this passage is to talk about the sharing of the gospel uh, and just this awareness. I would definitely say, you know, we want to share the gospel with absolutely everyone, absolutely everyone. But it seems to be Jesus is referencing here. There are some people that they are in such an unclean place. They are not in a position yet to receive this gospel that you were trying to share with them. You're trying to give them something great. They can't accept it. And all they're going to do is they're going to trample on it and they're going to turn on you and they are going to attack you. They want to go for you and they are going to want to tear you apart. They're going to annihilate you. So one way of interpreting this would be around spiritual control, trying to control people with spiritual things throwing things at people that are not ready to receive it yet and you're trying to control them the other way of looking at it is that there are people here that are just not ready to receive these deep spiritual truths and they're just going to reject what you give them and they are going to attack you so another way of seeing this is, is saying well actually if the pearls is the valuable things of the kingdom and the swine is the metaphor of the people that are rejecting faith then actually just be aware there are some people that you are going to try and give good things to but they are not in the place to receive it and they're just going to trample on it and they are going to attack you which i totally get so you know there are people that i know that i've tried to serve and love and care for here we are in east london and I've shared the gospel with them and it's been too soon. And rather than receiving the gospel, rather than hearing the gospel, they have actually used the gospel to try and attack and ridicule me back. You know, how can you believe that? And, you know, and you know, they do it with a number of expletives in there and they start trying to undermine faith and start throwing it back at you. So what Jesus is kind of saying i think here is that you know don't entrust sacred things to people who are not ready yet uh, to receive the gospel the gospel is too precious to be uh, ridiculed and scorned by those that are not ready to receive it and i think in the jewish context jesus is talking here there, there were jewish people who actually were not ready to hear the gospel they they were so anti the gospel they were not ready to receive the gospel and jesus is giving them permission here look some of these people are just not gonna take it they're not gonna take it in fact they're gonna turn on you they're gonna ridicule you so actually use wisdom you know you take the wisdom that you don't have to force it on them they're they're just not ready to receive it yet so it's like jesus is saying you know live wisely discern uh, who it is that you are sharing the gospel with because some people it's just futile you know I know one person here in, in Bo who they will just argue with me against the gospel for hours on end wasting my time trampling on the gospel and they're just not ready to receive it at all they they will not listen to what I have to say about it because they just want they have too much fun trampling on that good thing so it's like jesus is saying look be wise some people are not ready yet to receive this beautiful thing you know you know paul says you know some places just shake the dust off your feet and move on if somebody's not going to receive this beautiful gospel move on 
So what is the discipleship principle that Jesus is teaching us here? Do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw away pearls before swine. I think it is actually about discernment. I think what Jesus is talking to us here about is the discernment of knowing when somebody is ready and when somebody isn't. So how do we discern when somebody is ready or when somebody isn't? I think really uh, you can sense it pretty quick when you are sharing faith with somebody do they listen to you do they they listen intently do they let you get to the end of your sentence or are they trying to cut you off before you get there you know do they listen that'd be the first uh thing for me you know is this person somebody who's going to listen to what i have to say and then secondly does this person respond with interest you know are they somebody that listens to you and then says that is really interesting what about you know do they ask up a follow-up question or do they not let you get to the end of your sentence and they're trying to like get a word in edgeways or they just wanting to debate because some people they just like a good debate they like a dirty argument you know people like that you know i know people myself who they just want to argue it doesn't matter what the, they're talking about they're quite happy just to have a good argument uh, and they enjoy arguing well wisdom would say if they're just going to have a good argument they're not really interested in the outcome but if there's somebody who responds with interest that's really interesting where can i find out more about that or that's really interesting you know what made you think that those kind of things will let you know that actually this person is ready this person is interested in in what i have to say so this is about discernment isn't it um discerning are they going to listen are they discerning you know are they going to respond with some interest uh, you know a lot of my work is in this discerning is the person in front of me ready for this gospel of good news so we do a lot of work with recovering addicts and i for many years just wanted to help everybody i if anybody somebody came along i would do whatever i could to help that person and some people that came wanting help they were ready they were wanting to be helped others came along and they were more like pigs and dogs they were not ready and i was giving them a good thing and they would do nothing but trample upon it they would use that thing i gave them in in a manner that it wasn't intended so rather than me being able to help them get clean help them get their life sorted they actually weren't after those things at all and therefore i was throwing good things at somebody that wasn't ready and one of the things i've had to learn about working with those in recovery is I have to wait until the person is ready to receive the help. You cannot give help to somebody who's not ready to receive it yet. So you can't give somebody freedom. You can't give somebody hope. You can't give them uh, something that will change their life until they're ready to receive that thing that will change their life. Why don't I just give us a couple of examples of this? Because I think it, it will really help so when is it that you can give somebody a pearl and actually the pearl become a curse because that's what what we were talking about here uh so a example would be around money providing financial help to somebody with addiction or who's irresponsible about money can actually just enable their self-destruction so trying to help somebody you give them financial help but actually that very thing is feeding their ultimate problem and i've seen that many times uh, with family members who just want to support their son or their daughter 
Uh, they don't want to see their child becoming homeless or something like that. So they end up giving them money and actually they can't deal with it and they just end up spending that money on the wrong thing again. What about advice? You know, sometimes you offer people good counsel. You tell somebody something that's really wise. You know, this relationship that you're in it's not a wise relationship. He's obviously somebody who will abuse you. He's obviously somebody who's going to hurt you. But that person is not ready to receive it. They're not wanting to hear it. So, you know, they don't listen to you. They don't respond because, you know, you are giving them some helpful advice. This pile that actually, this wisdom pile that they're not ready to receive. Uh, freedom so you know removing the boundaries or accountability from somebody who's immature who's not able to deal with uh, that freedom yet it could end up essentially almost like hanging themselves because they can't cope with the freedom so it's a little bit like teenagers sometimes if you give a teenager too much freedom too young too soon they can't cope with it and they end up using it in in the wrong ways they get involved with the wrong kind of things what about uh, i'm thinking about a position of influence you can give somebody a position of influence you know giving them uh, this great pearl of power you elevate somebody to this powerful role of prominence and actually their character is not good enough to steward the, steward that control uh, to steward that power sorry uh, inflates that ego and it just leads them to abuse and the abuse of that power uh, technology, you know, putting powerful tools or platforms into people's hands that are too young or unwise enough yet to know what to do with it. So giving a young person a digital device could look like a pearl. It's a good thing, but actually can become a curse because they can't cope with it. Um, so they can't deal with what that device can see or engage with. You know, they end up searching for all the wrong kinds of things in the same way theology you know you could introduce people to a deep doctrinal truth uh, giving a, uh, a believer you know a new christian some big deep doctrinal truth and they're just not ready yet for that solid food and it just ends up confusing them and they become disillusioned because they don't understand it obviously this is so complicated how could i ever understand it uh, so there's just a few examples of how a pearl could be money, it could be advice, could be freedom, could be power, could be technology, could be theology or something like that. But this amazing pearl actually can't be handled by the individual it's being shared with. So they can end up trampling it under the foot and they can end up attacking you back. You know, I hear this from teenagers years later. Well, you gave me too much too soon. You, you gave me too much uh, freedom too soon. You let me be able to search whatever I wanted on the internet too soon and I got myself into a mess. Uh, and therefore they turn on you and now it's your fault uh, that they couldn't handle that thing so I think this passage is actually about discernment you know you have got something really good is this individual over here ready to receive that thing that you have got for them or are they just gonna waste it throw it away and I think it's really hard because you know there's the, there are individuals that I've shared the gospel with and I thought that they were uh, ready to receive it and then found out six months down the line that actually they, they weren't at all. All they wanted was to get some money out of us. They wanted to get some clothing out of us. They wanted to uh, get us to fill out some paperwork for them, which is all you know, really good things. I, I would happily do that. 
but actually they weren't interested in the transformative power of Jesus they just wanted to get something from us and this is Jesus saying you know don't give great things to those that are not going to receive it yet because if you do they're just going to trample it under their feet they're going to turn and tear you to pieces that they are not going to receive it the way uh, that it's intended so what's the discipleship principle here the discipleship principle has to be about discernment discerning when is the right time to give somebody the great thing that is the gospel and many of us are actually sharing the gospel as far and wide as possible just means give it away you know jesus talks all the time about just throw away the seed throw it and see where it sticks and the discernment here that jesus is giving us well actually sometimes you might just want to discern what it is you are giving that person are they because actually sometimes when you give somebody a good thing and they're not ready for it, it can become a can become a curse it can become something uh, that is actually going to do them more harm than than good uh, so are they ready yet to receive this good thing that you're trying to give them so there you go do not give what is holy to dogs do not throw your pearls before swine or they're going to trample it under their foot and they're going to uh, turn and tear you to pieces. Could be seen as not trying to control somebody. Can also be seen as not give somebody something yet that they're not ready to receive. And the discipleship principle is about discerning the difference between the two. Are they ready or are they not? So using the gift of discernment to work out when is the right time to share what you have with someone. So there you go pearls swine pigs sacred things uh, i hope that's been somewhat helpful because it is a really strange verse if you've got a different interpretation to what i've just shared i'd love to hear it please send me a little message either on instagram rabbi rogers you could find me on twitter or all those kind of things whatever it was xy thing whatever it is rabbi rogers i'm on all of those things as rabbi rogers i'd love to hear your interpretation or thoughts uh, on this passage but friends, until next time, grace and peace. Have a really good week and we'll catch up with you soon.